Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to ditch the diets and become the strongest version of yourself through proper nutrition, mindset, and movement. Every single Sunday, we will be bringing you a new episode by one of us coaches that will empower you to unapologetically show up for yourself. We are here to give you the fitness and mindset hacks to bring out the strongest and most confident version of you. Welcome back to the Positively Fit podcast. We are so happy to have you back here. Before we get started on this wonderful subject, I wanted to remind you guys that if you have not marked off your calendar September 16th through the 18th and have not gotten your PFC tickets yet, this is the time to do so. This is going to be an amazing fun giving back community event we are so excited to have all of you guys that have already bought your tickets and have already bought your flights if you're flying in your hotel room block we are so excited to see you and have you and squeeze you and just have an amazing weekend together so the event is actually going to start the retreat weekend i guess you could say it's going to start on friday night where we are going to be holding an event and providing you guys dinner um you get a goodie bag you get a t-shirt shirt. Um, You get uh, lots of lots of fun little goodies that we are going to be providing to you on Friday night and we are going to be doing some sort of service to you. It is TBA to be announced. Um, Saturday is going to be the big event. This is the one that you guys want to be at. Okay so we've got DJ Soto playing at the entire event from 1 to 4 p.m. The doors are going to open at 12:30 at Palmetto Brewery. This is downtown Charleston, an amazing city full of great vibes, an amazing atmosphere, and a sense of community. But we've got DJ Soto. He's going to be playing the entire time, and I'm so excited. If you guys have not heard of him, you've got to look him up. He plays here at a nightclub named Trio, and he is absolutely amazing. I would not want to have any other DJ here. Terp Nutrition is going to be there, an organically grown, holistic, trustworthy CBD company. Holy City Naturals will be there as well. This small business, all natural sprays, soaps, candles, and I believe she even has some sort of roll-on for athletes as well during their time in the gym. Reese Claire by Liv is going to be there. She is a mother of two kids who are twins and she creates and designs her own clothes and bathing suits. And this is absolutely amazing material and such, such great style, guys. The Taylor Movement will be there. This is a small business that specializes in corrective exercise and assisted stretching. Amazing, amazing work. And this guy will be able to tell you exactly what is going on with your body and give you some corrective exercises to do to help whatever pain you may be experiencing. Fresh Med is a functional medicine practice. Dr. Cece is absolutely amazing. And her focus of health and wellness is doing all sorts of testing like stool testing, hormonal testing, adrenal testing, cortisol testing, all of that stuff. And she does supplement protocols to help you heal and gives you an exact plan to follow in order to heal your body. 
Last but not least, we are going to be partnering with Gripbox, an amazing, just good vibe kickboxing gym down here in Charleston, and they are now opening up a location in Charlotte. They are awesome, guys. We're going to be doing a workout with them. This is going to be an optional workout that is 45 minutes total, and it is going to be fun. It's not going to be too hard. I promise you guys, it's going to be a good, good workout, um, and it is going to be tailored to all experience levels from beginner to experienced. We're also going to be doing a raffle prize giveaway. So when you purchase these raffle tickets, you get however many, and you are in the raffle bucket in order to win prizes that are over $1,000 worth, guys. This is going, all of the prizes are absolutely amazing. And when you purchase the raffle tickets, all of that money is going directly to Courtney Lewis, who is struggling with breast cancer, and it is to help support her during her journey while healing and recovering from breast cancer. And when you buy a pint, Palmetto Brewery has actually agreed to donate $1 per pint sales to be donated directly to Metaviver, which is a breast cancer research company. So guys, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be an amazing event, a fun event. And then on Sunday, we honestly don't have any set plans. I think we're just going to um, do something tailored to what the weather is like. We would like to go to the beach, but we'll see how that works. I will be posting the ticket link in the show notes below, and I will also post the hotel room block as well in case you guys would like to stay in the room block with the rest of the girls. Um, yeah, so let us know if you guys have any questions. Uh, this is going to be an amazing event. We are hyping it up, and we just cannot wait to see you guys. Um, thank you guys for everyone who is coming. We cannot thank you enough for supporting and just for being there. Now. Let's get into today's episode of finding balance within it all. Okay, so I think the first thing that I'm going to talk about is going to be obviously fitness. Um, there's going to be some other things too. We're going to talk a little bit about drinking. We're going to talk about food. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about being stressed at work. Um, but the first thing that I want to talk about is resting and working out. Okay, so I think we have literally been led to believe like, the more you work out, the more you're going to see results. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm not going to fight against that, right? Um, I did 75 hard, y'all. So I can tell you right now, you might see results in your physical being, right? But if you go too hard and you push your body and you resist what your body is telling you, it is going to put you back big time. And I can personally testify to that. Okay. I'm struggling right now with hormonal issues. I struggled with gut issues in the past and still sometimes have to deal with that. Um, I'm struggling with a really slow active thyroid. Um, so, you know, it's been a journey so I can attest to that. Okay. Um, was that, that it was that the only thing that, you know, played a role into all of this, you know, random health issues that came up? Probably not. I mean, there were a few th different things going on and, but I can just 
tell you right now, it's it's not sustainable, okay? You may get really lean. You may, you know, um, reach your goals in a shorter period of time, right? Um, if your goals are to, you know, drop weight or um, be as lean as possible, but how long are we actually going to be doing that? And what happens when we start to pull back on training um, and we're eating like that same amount of food, right? Your body's going to crash and your body's going to not so easily go into the next phase of life. In the short terms, your body is going to be like, okay, what the heck is happening? We're working out less and I'm still eating the amount of food or we are eating more food and working out less. And then what happens when you do that and you go into this next phase, like your body's just going to be all out of whack. It's going to be kind of confused, right? It's good to go on a bulk and then go on a cut, um, you know, throughout, you know, the seasons of life. But being super lean all the time, guys, is not the answer and it's not sustainable and that shit will ruin you, okay? Honor your body. When your body is telling you to rest, rest. So your mind might be telling you, hey, you need to go work out. You're not going to see any results at all, but your body's going to say, hey, dude, I need to rest in order to show up to for us to get results and in order to recover, okay? Do not push yourself 24-7. You don't have to. I can tell you that right now. I've coached girls through it. I do it myself. You don't need to be pushing your body 24-7 or constantly be doing something to make progress. The next thing that we're going to talk about is working out five to six days a week to see progress. Um, Typically, you don't, I've coached people to, you know, train people, program people to work out five days a week. And if that works for their lifestyle, it works for their lifestyle. That's great. That's what they want to do. And it's great for their goals, right? Um, But their fifth day is not going to be um, lifting a shit ton of weight. Okay. It's just not, that's, you just shouldn't do that. Okay. Um, you don't want to do five full days of lifting super heavy weights, right? Same thing goes for the sixth day. If you are trying to work out six days a week and, or lift weights six days a week, you are not going to be making the progress that you want to see. You're going to be hitting a plateau and you're going to be like, dang, why am I not seeing any progress? And typically when women want to get lean and burn body fat, they've got to be lifting weights, okay? They got to be lifting weights. They got to be strength training, but they also have to give their body time to fully recover, okay? So if you're working out, you know, that many times a week intensely, your your muscle fibers are not going to have time to repair. They're not going to have time to recover by the time that you go back into the gym the next day, right? So the thing is, it's like when you work out, guys, you're working out for a reason, right? You you want to see results. Hey, some workouts, they, they can be, you know, super therapeutic. They can be very much like just chill, therapeutic exercises, corrective exercises. That's what I do on some of my days off is like take a 30 minute walk on the treadmill, um, read my book and do some therapeutic exercise. Okay. So that's not what I mean is that you have to go to the gym and lift super heavy weights. It doesn't have to be like that all the time, but for the most part, we are lifting weights and we're going to the gym to see results. But the thing is, is if we're lifting weights six days a week, five days a week intensely, 
that is not giving our bodies enough. I honestly, guys, I would say six days a week is way too much. I've coached girls to do five days a week, but that fifth day, typically I don't program to lift super duper heavy weight. Um, and I only, if somebody's trying to grow their glutes and tone their legs and whatnot, I'm only going to be programming them like two leg days for the most part, because your body has to recover. So here's the thing. For example, if somebody's trying to grow their ass and they they tell me like, all right, I want to grow my ass. I'm willing to do, you know, five full days of booty workouts. And I'm going to say, okay, great. That's awesome. We're not going to do that. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do is like two leg days, two glute days, or I mean, leg days, I guess you would say, because you want to work all the muscles down there. Um, but in order to do that, you're going to have to show up in the gym. You're going to have to show up weight training right? You got to hit some PRs and we got to really challenge our body with reps or weights, but also time under tension. Okay. So that means if we have to lower those weights and focus on that time under tension to get that form down and really optimize our workouts, we got to do that. That's okay. That's a good thing. Part of progression overload is time under tension. Just remember that guys, you don't always have to be hitting PRs with weights in the gym. Um, and I'd be programming them two days, right? So they'd probably be like scratching their head. Why, Coach M? Why would you only program me two days if I want to grow my booty into my legs? I'm going to say because the work that you put in the gym is going to show up when you're in recovery stages, okay? So we go to the gym to make progress, but that progress isn't made until we hit our rest days and our recovery days, okay? So do the work, sit back and receive, right? This is just like manifesting in a way, right? So we're gonna manifest a big butt. Um, instead of trying to lift weight to go to the gym five or six days a week, if you're finding it hard with that balance with that fifth day, doing three or four days of workouts is totally cool, y'all. That's totally cool. You're still going to see results and it's probably going to be even more long-term results because it's going to be more sustainable for you. And you're going to have more fuel in the tank to lift weights. If you are focusing on dropping fat and you're like, look, I've tried the three days of you know, three days of workouts and I'm hitting a plateau or whatever, then we're not focusing on our movement goals. Okay. So you don't have to go into the gym to move your body. You can go for a walk. You can get up every hour and do some squats at your desk. Okay. So focus on just moving your body in general, move your body a little bit every single day. The next thing I want to talk about is feeling like you are stressed about work all the time. Okay, I want you to guys hear me loud and proud right now. And I want you to turn the volume up. Are you ready? We work to live. We do not live to work. We work to live. We do not live to work. Okay? We work so we can come home and spend quality time with our family, with our boyfriends, with our loved ones, with our dogs, and to go experience life and go on vacations and be able to take the weekends off and be able to um, take our vacation time, right? And to be able to afford our house or our apartment or our townhome. And we're paying that mortgage or that rent for a reason. So we want to be there. We don't want to be at work all the time. So your biggest, my biggest suggestion for you is going to be boundary setting, setting a hard, hard boundary. You leave work at this time. And when you leave work, you leave work and all the feelings and emotions and the BS that you may have dealt with during the day, 
in that building. You do not bring that home with you at all. When work is over, it is over. When you take it home with you, that is where sleep issues, that's where stress comes from, that's where hormonal imbalances happen, that's where gut issues happen because you're stressed all the time, okay? Boundary setting, cut your phone off, put your phone away at 8 p.m. That's what I do. That's what a lot of my clients do. And if you say, well, I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. What am I going to do for two hours? Go spend time with your freaking loved ones, with your roommates. Journal. Go read a self-development book. Stretch your body. Do things that you wouldn't be doing if you were looking at your phone and getting sucked in on social media, okay? Or texting your coworker talking about work and then it gets on your mind and you can't sleep. The next thing that we are going to talk about is food, balance with food. Okay, this is an example of what my dinner looked like last night. Okay, salmon, it was a big piece. Fries, there were a lot of them. I'd say probably like three cups. Um, And green beans, probably like two and a half cups of green beans. Okay, so that's a pretty big meal. I ate all of it. Yes, I did. I got me some greens, I got me fries, and I got me a protein. When you are craving food, let yourself have it. Because if you don't let yourself have it, you're going to be ending up binging. Or you're going to be ending up with that toxic cycle of, I can't have this, but I want it, but I'm not going to eat it because, you know, I reached, you know, my macros for the rest of the day and exception with that. Okay. Remember sometimes when we're craving food, that's not us. That's our gut microbiome. So if you're waking up in the middle of the night saying, Hey, I need a cookie or Oreos, you probably got candida. Totally joking. But seriously, that, that is a lot of your gut bacteria. So just remember that within reason. But if you are generally trying to live a balanced, healthy, happy life, I suggest the 90-10 or 80-20 lifestyle. That means when it comes to food, 80-20 and everything, guys. So like working out, resting, um, work-life balance, um, all of that stuff, food including, um, or 90-10. So 80-20 is like when we're talking in food terms, like three to four meals out meals, not days, right? We don't want to be binging and eat saying I have a cheat day and eat everything in the house. Um, okay. We don't do that. Um, but with food, that's like three or four meals per week. Okay. 90, 10 would be one or two meals or drinks per week. Same thing with 80-20, three to four meals or drinks per week, okay? If you're going to be eating fries, get some greens with it. If you have a piece of pizza, get a tall salad with it. Just adding in, think of it as adding in food versus restricting food. Now, if we're eating like six meals out of the week, that's like pizza and cake and ice cream and all the things. It's like, Okay, that might be a little bit too much. Remember, guys, it's all about balance with everything. This is what keeps us healthy is moderation of everything. But you can still indulge and make progress is my point being, okay? And sometimes even make more progress. I've coached girls that have come to me and been like, hey, I ate a burger and fries this week and I lost two pounds still. I'd be like, congratulations, my friend, and welcome to this lifestyle. And they get so hype. Next thing I want to talk about is drinking. So honestly, with drinking, this is this is a tricky one, okay? We want to have balance, but we don't want to overdo it, 
And I have seen this over and over again where girls are like, hey, I want to reach my goals. I've been working so hard, you know, and and I get them to send me their questionnaire, their first client questionnaire. And they're like, yeah, so I do this. I work out four days. I, you know, I eat these meals and these are my typical meals. This is a food I don't like. This is, you know, the equipment I have, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, huh. Right, like where is let me look at the water and they're like no I drink 128 ounces of water and then I get down to the drinks and they're like oh well I have about 10 to you know 12 each week or 8 to 10 or you know 5 to 8 that guys is where it counts up it starts to add up big time okay so it really depends on your goals with this one right and progress thus far so if somebody were to come to me and they're like hey you know I drink 12 drinks a week or 10 drinks a week whatever And I'm like, okay, so let's pull that back a little bit. And I might tell them like, okay, let's aim for no less than, no more than three, right? And they come to me like, you know, I drink more than three. I, you know, I drink eight for the past two weeks and um, like eight per week. And they're like, but I still saw progress. Okay, well, no wonder because we went from drinking 12 to 10 to just eight. Like just cutting it back just a little bit, guys, is where we start and it just gets easier from there. But with this being said, that person may see progress. But if they continue to drink that amount of drink, they're probably not going to see much more progress after that, right? My thing is, is really, it just depends on your lifestyle. If you are a super duper social person and you are drinking typically, you know, every weekend or so, this is what I would suggest to you. Keep your food clean. Number one, that's going to help your hangover a lot. You're not going to feel so much like shit. Um, Number two, keeping your food clean while you are drinking. I would suggest no more than four per week. You're just going to feel a lot better. It's going to be a lot easier for you to reach your goals. But typically, we know when we get drunk, y'all, we want fried foods. We want cake. We want, you know, all those things. So it's like one thing leads after the other. We get super shitty sleep and then we wake up hungover. Not to mention that, but our ghrelin and leptin levels are just messed up all throughout the week. And then maybe our gut issues. You know, let me just tell you, 20% of people that have a drink drink per night or whatever glass of wine per night, they are diagnosed with dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of um, gut bacteria in their gut microbiome. That also is going to create more of the sweet cravings and just really, really bad gut issues. It's just not going to have the situation at all. So what I would suggest is tailored to your lifestyle. So if you know you have a week that's super chill, let's stick with the 90-10. If you have a week where it's super social, totally okay to have three or four drinks that week, right? But I just wouldn't be doing it every single week. The thing with alcohol is that it adds up quickly. And number two, it is not very beneficial for our health whatsoever at all. Okay, and it will affect our mental health as well. Anxiety, depression, all that stuff. It ain't good for it. But we cannot expect progress or even to feel good if we're drinking an obscene amount of alcohol each week or over the year, right? Because it adds up. It does add up. Um, But we can't even expect to feel good, okay? And have our mind right um, to show up in the gym the next day and move our body. I told you it's like a toxic cycle. Like you you have, you know, 10 drinks in one night and then we get hungover and then our gut gets all funky and then our ghrelin and leptin levels are all over the place. So we 
are really hungry, but we never get full. And then um, all of a sudden we have anxiety, depression, and we don't want to get off the couch and we just don't exercise. It's just like drinking is the biggest thing that I think is really hard for people to find a balance in. But you guys have got to remember that you can go out to drink. You guys need to go back in the episodes and listen to Coach Nikki and Megan's um podcast about going out and not drinking, um, which is something that I do myself. I'm personally am not a huge drinker at all. And with my thyroid issues right now, it's not very smart of me to do so. So, um, you know, I go out with my friends all the time and I don't drink. Like if you are having a really hard time being in social settings and just saying no to alcohol and just like actually being with those people and creating memories without getting drunk, you need to put it to practice because let me tell you right now, it is really, really life-changing in order to do that because you do get caught up in the moment. You do, you're able to spend quality time with your friends and you're able to remember it all and not to mention you're able to cut the cost of Ubers, okay? Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Put all of this to practice. Let me know if you guys have questions about the PFC event. Um, or if you want to chat more about this topic, you can DM me on Instagram.